mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Max Verstappen would utterly destroy Ferrari if he went there. Or bring them eternal glory, I don't know. Richard Bradley, a previous Le Mans winner, and the guy who came up with the take of George Russell should be fired for his Spanish Grand Prix affair, suggested that Maybe Verstappen, once his contract with Red Bull was up, should go to Ferrari and try and bring them glory if he really wanted to be proved to be a true F1 great. But come on, let's be real here. I'm pretty sure that Max Verstappen is an F1 great by now. He is about to overtake Alain Prost's 51 win count, and he could easily do that by the end of this year, or at longest, the beginning of next year. But what he will do potentially after that is a little bit up in the air, and even he is a little bit... I don't really know, I'll see what happens. But he has shown some desire to jump into another category of motorsport, such as Le Mans, the World Endurance Championship as a whole, and even some GT racing, which he does like to do in his spare time with sim racing. So supposing during the last season of his Red Bull contract, Ferrari come along to Max and offer him a chance to drive with them for a couple of years, something that Alonso, Vettel, and arguably Leclerc would fail to do actually bring them a world title, the last time that happening being Kimi Raikkonen in 2007, the constructors in 2008, Michael Schumacher doing it for his many many years, and then previous to that, Jody Schechter in 1979. Maybe Max going to Ferrari could actually bring back that glory again, or completely eviscerate them and leave them a complete and empty husk and everyone clamouring for the exit. But him being there, even though it might risk the identity of Ferrari and leaving everyone there with an existential crisis, might be really too strong to resist. But back to Bradley's comments. He talked about Schumacher, Ayrton Senna and Lewis Hamilton winning in inferior cars and bringing glory to their respective teams. But as for Lewis, I would argue and say that Michael Schumacher did a lot of the heavy lifting at the beginning alongside Rosberg for those first three seasons at Mercedes GP. And then Lewis was actually able, along with Toto, to build upon that work. So it's a little bit of a collaborative effort. Instead of saying that Lewis was the only one to actually do all of that. And as for Ayrton, he got his world titles when McLaren were at the top. So that comment there is a little bit dubious. But to be fair, Michael Schumacher getting three victories in that thing. That is a absolute feat in itself. Bradley describes Verstappen as a very, very proud person. Is Max proud though? 
kinda. He definitely wants to get maximum out of every single weekend, and I think that his next big goal, because I think the titles for him are kind of irrelevant at this point, is to try and get the most F1 Grand Slams, the record being Jim Clark's eight, and also beating Lewis's record of six. A Grand Slam being somebody who gets pole position, leads for every single lap in the race, wins the race, and gets the fastest lap. Hang on, now I'm hungry for a Denny's Grand Slam. Max has three of those, by the way. But I think it's safe to say that if Max Verstappen did get a title Ferrari, he would definitely be an all-time great. But Button seems to actually disagree about that in a really weird comment I thought I should point out to you. Button believes that Verstappen and Hamilton, in order to be true all-time greats, that they should actually go to different disciplines of motorsport and succeed there. Kind of like trying to emulate the likes of Graham Hill with his triple crown. Button does cite Fernando Alonso as an example, but of course he would. They were best buddies at McLaren. They worked really well together in the bad times. The really bad times. The time when they had Stetsons on and had American accents. That was really bad. But as for Max, he definitely wants to race in other categories. And in terms of his sim racing ability, he definitely has the versatility to jump in in a Daytona car or a GT car and still ultimately boss it. And hey, maybe Indy 500, maybe Max Verstappen might be the best candidate for the Triple Crown in the modern age. But let's get back to Bradley's comments and saying in 2029, Max Verstappen signs a contract to go to Ferrari. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? First, the good. Having Max Verstappen as your main driver at Ferrari would be an absolute PR boom. You most likely would have a driver with at least three or four world championships under his belt, maybe even more, being the guy to come to your team and emulate what Michael Schumacher did, going from teams that they were really kind of well embedded in, Benetton for Schumacher, Renault for Alonso, and of course Red Bull for Vettel, and choose to risk all of that and put it to the wayside to try and do it with your team, try and embrace themselves into the culture, and do pretty much what is the holy grail of motorsport or in Formula One, winning a title for Ferrari. Something that Kimi Raikkonen did purely by accident whilst the McLarens in 2007 were bickering amongst themselves. Kimi was just like, well, did, did I win? Oh, I guess I won. Huh. And I think Michael Schumacher actually set that modern precedent of driving for Ferrari, bringing it back up to the top, and ultimately winning with them. Because you've got to remember, in 2000, Ferrari getting that title, the elation that Michael Schumacher had after the many years of nearly being there, 1997 was close, but then we all knew what happened there, and he got disqualified. It just was all coming out, and he actually did it. It's what all modern drivers strive to do. Be the next Schumacher. And at the cost of either really completely destroying your morale, making you into a jaded husk, or you risking losing all of your hair. I think it would be an actual challenge for Max Verstappen to try and overcome. By 2028, he might have won multiple titles and be kind of bored with being at the top. Perhaps Max Verstappen sees something that maybe the people at Ferrari didn't see. Bring them a completely different perspective. Actually drive that car to the bitter end, bringing it to the limit, and do what maybe Leclerc can't do. If you survive 2021 as either Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton, you can practically survive any championship year. And also for Ferrari, bringing the orange army under your wing, all that sea of red and orange, that would be incredible in terms of your merchandise, your PR, and in terms of actual having overall passion and interest. You'd have Verstappen's army behind you, which is a very big deal. And then of course you would have the Ferrari Tifosi, which is the absolutely legendary fandom to have, because if you go to Ferrari and they hated you before, oh, they'll like you now, especially if you get podiums. But the question is though, the biggest quandary, would the orange army actually wear red or would they continue to wear orange? But yes, here comes the bad bit, which would basically prove that Max Verstappen would utterly devastate Ferrari. First of all, as has been made clear many, many times, Max Verstappen does not tolerate a deficient car. If that Ferrari car, when he goes down in 2029, isn't up to snuff and is practically on par with the Red Bull that he would actually be departing from, 
I think he would be making himself very, very clear right from the get-go. Remember the 2013 movie Rush that actually brought to light Nicky Lauda's arrival at Ferrari and being completely honest about how it was all a little bit of a something box? Yeah. Nicky Lauda arriving at Ferrari, completely having no regard whatsoever to tradition and actually bad-mouthing Ferrari without any sort of reservation? Yeah. Max Verstappen would do that, and I think that a lot of people at Ferrari would not like the sound of that. Sure, it makes a really good history in saying, oh, Nicky Lauda came into Ferrari and completely changed it for the better, changing their ethos and their work ethic, and it was all great because we won loads of championships for many years. But would they really want to go through all of that again? Ferrari is a very traditional team, but tradition comes with very heavy resistance, and I think they would be resisting Max Verstappen a lot, even after paying him probably a copious amount of money doing so. You'd also have a very major headache if you don't have a very good car right from the start. You end up with a work dynamic that Alan Prost had at Ferrari, where he would be very open and frank about his comments about the car and be a mismatch for the entire work ethic of Ferrari and probably making working for them an absolute devastating hell. If Max Verstappen went there and he was very, very aggressive and very, very forthright about his opinions about the car, there would be a massive brain drain from Ferrari going to many other teams just not being around Max because they might not be able to take it. Because remember in 2020, when Red Bull had the second best car after Ferrari completely fell off a cliff, Max was very, very open and honest about his thoughts when the car would break down or he wouldn't actually get right to the top when he should be. He made it very clear when he was at his favourite team and Red Bull. So at Ferrari, that would be 10 times more apparent. But maybe this is what Ferrari needs to actually realise that, hey, you can't really boss the drivers around anymore because the drivers have a much bigger presence than they used to. Because it was expected back in the day, if you drove for Ferrari, you do exactly what they say and you do not question it. Nowadays, though, the drivers are more well-known. They have a bigger social media presence, millions of fans across the world, probably even more fans than the actual team that they're going to, like Daniel Ricciardo going to McLaren. And then as soon as he left McLaren, a lot of Macca fans departed. His fans would be utterly eviscerating Ferrari in the comments. So that's an added pressure too. But maybe again, that's what Ferrari needs. They need to kick up the backside to actually try and step up and adapt to the modern world of motorsport and fandom, which I feel that they're really sort of struggling with. To be aware that the fans of the driver can actually back them up as well. You can't hide your head in the sand, Ferrari. Of course, Max would bring a lot of insight to Ferrari and actually bring them some pointers, but would he have the patience to actually carry it out? Much like Lewis Hamilton. He wouldn't really have much patience because he doesn't have a lot of time. He would have to actually go right for the beginning to actually getting wins and fighting for titles, much like Max, because he would only want to continue being in Formula One if Ferrari can bring him a championship winning car, because other than that, he'd just go to World Endurance or go GT racing, something he would actually want to do, set up a team of his own and go for championships there in glory and another challenge away from Formula One. If Ferrari gave him a two year contract and they didn't deliver and they only had the third fastest car, I wouldn't be surprised if Max just broke off the contract and just left. Then what would Ferrari do? But I think Max would love to join Ferrari one day. Again, it is a dream team that he would absolutely love to drive for like any other Formula One driver, but would he have the patience and the guile to keep up with it if it wasn't absolutely number one right from the get go? And I don't think he would really have the patience for it because he's already kind of done that. From 2016 to 2019, the Red Bull was the third fastest car. He waited around having the third best team and just then rose up from 2020 to 2021 to then be at the top. It's not something I think he would actively pursue. And if he did, I think it would completely devastate what we know as Scuderia Ferrari. Hmm. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye. <laughs>